Welcome to the Average Fan of Wrestling, a podcast where we don't predict what's next, but take what has already happened and book those upcoming shows with realistic content. Plan on being wrong most of the time, but we're going to have some fun doing it. This is episode one entitled, Who Needs Continuity? Uh, and my name's... <laughs> yeah, 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 that's... Pretty that's, much. That's about it. That sums it all yeah. up. Hey, thanks for listening. That's the show. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're going to... We're going to get into it. Uh, so my name's Jason. I'm here with Chris. That's me. That's him. And uh, so as this is the first episode, we'll just do a quick overview of, of what we'll be doing. And then we'll get right into it. So weekly, we'll start in with just reviewing what's happened on SmackDown and Raw. And in case there's a, anything in between pay-per-views, NXT, anything kind of major that happens. Um, then we'll fantasy book. We're going to take what Bruce Pritchard has given us. And we're going to try to make the best show possible we'll we will book smackdown then we'll book anything from over the weekend then we'll book raw then we'll talk about booking the future pay-per-views then we'll end with a little fun with some top fives and some trivia so we're just gonna have some fun with this we're gonna talk about we're gonna we're gonna criticize we're gonna you know we obviously we've never owned our own company we've never booked our own company we just like watching we're going to have some fun with it right chris absolutely so anything you want to say before we get into what was SmackDown? No, uh, like Jason said, so I guess, yeah, I shouldn't have said no. So uh, <laughs> like, like Jason said, um, you know, we're not, we're not here to uh, pick it apart. Any criticism we give it is out of love. We're both lifelong fans, uh, but there are some things we do see from time to time. I'm, I'm guessing by Jason's tone, that includes this week where it's just, <laughs> we got to vent a little bit about what we saw because we know it can be better. We've watched for so long. We know it can be better than it was this past week. Right. And a lot, honestly, a lot of the criticism and frustrations are going to come up with, you know, we have these bookings and we're like, Oh, <laughs> if they just did what we thought, then it would have been better. And then they do something completely out of the blue. So, and, and we're, and, you know, these predictions are coming off of what's already happened. So as the title suggests, who needs continuity when there isn't that continuity, it kind of throws everything into chaos. And now it's just, it's, just guessing so you know we'll have some fun with it so right now well, let's get into smackdown this is the smackdown from friday january 8th uh, we're three smackdowns away from the royal rumble which will be the 31st of january and we start with roman reigns and i'd be remiss to say i mean roman reigns has been getting booed for uh, five six years by now easy right so at least so now he'd actually be getting the real booze. He he. This is the best he's been since he's since he's joined WWE. Um, this heel persona, this bloodline faction that they don't call the bloodline, but I've heard him a few times, but it doesn't sound like the official name yet. I don't know. Right, it'll happen once once they yeah. get a, another member or two. I can't think of who fourth member would be off the top of my head but it's like the heart foundation right you had right. You, you only had so many hearts and then you threw pillman in there yeah so yeah <laughs> you, you know, we'll have this bloodline we know jimmy Uso will make it eventually but we'll book that that's not coming for a little bit um maybe they'll throw a fourth person in there you never know just it'll be fun. so good once you use those are whole again yeah well if they're smart and this, this is already getting off topic but it doesn't matter when, when we get to this bloodline, when you get Jimmy Uso, the fourth member actually makes sense. It's Tamina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You throw Tamina in there. But then you might need a, you might need a, another 
another person in there, but oh no no, Nia, I think it's, I think it'd be Nia Jax. No, Tamina. I mean Tamina. Tamina and Roman Reigns are 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 related. So is Nia Jax. When, when, oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. So when, when? Right. That's right. Um, when? Because when the Usos debuted way back when, they came in as a trio with Tamina. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. This was, yeah. This was a while ago. So the family connections are all there. Nia Jax, though, I don't think she would fit in with that. Um, Tamina would. She's floundering. She, she would fit in a lot she better. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't say much, and she could just kick some ass. You know what I mean? So, anyway, so Roman Reigns starts, again, going through, talking about how he's destroyed KO. And we're waiting to see what's going to happen. And, I I mean, if you gave me 13 to a million choices, I wouldn't have guessed this. He calls <laughs> out Adam Pierce, And it was funny. Like, about a month ago, I'm like, who is this guy who's always on TV before they actually started naming him? And, you know, found out that's Adam Pierce, looked at, you know, looked him up a little bit. I mean, the guy's got a resume, you know, five-time NWA champion. He's been on the Indies for a long time, so he's done some stuff. Um, but now he's just an authority figure. Uh, so we have this, you know, calls out Adam Pierce. This is your fault that this happens if you, you know, just great Roman, Roman Reigns stuff. Then they talk about the gauntlet match to determine who's going to fight Roman Reigns at the Rumble. And Roman Reigns is just insisting you're joining this match. And Pierce is like, no, I'm not doing that. My days are done. So we, we progressed through the show. And this is the first thing that bothered me. And I mean, this is just might be being me being nitpicky, but Adam Pierce, Paul Heyman literally forces Adam Pierce into this. So Adam Pierce, the so-called authority figure, is forced into this match. So now he's joining. Rey Mysterio, Shinsuke Nakamura, Baron Corbin, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, to see who's going to who's going to meet Roman Reigns at the Rumble. Nah. So, I guess that's the first thing. It's just like, how can you, yeah, force the authority figure to do something? You know what I mean? Paul oh, Heyman, I made some calls. I'm well connected. Yeah, you were, you know, true. So you called Bruce. I just wish he threw in like a brother love reference there just to be like, yeah, that's who I called. Um, <laughs> you know why? Who else are you going to call? <laughs> you know why? Cause nobody's fooled. Everybody knows that even if, even if Bruce has the job, it's Vince calling the shots. Exactly. For so. now. Yeah. So we get, we get to this point later in the match, we have the gauntlet match, which uh, we start out with Ray Mysterio and Sami Zayn and this new uh, Sami Zayn stick with the personal cameraman and the documentary, you know, it, this is what he needs. He needs something yep. else. Yeah. Uh, so I think this will, this will be fun. And then it'll be the, you know, here's what I found on my camera, but it'll be something fake and doctored and stuff. So th- we'll, we'll have fun with this. He'll, he'll let this go for a little while. Um, but Sammy loses quick. Mysterio gets him with a quick six, one, nine. And then uh, frog splash, I believe not. And eliminated him. And then Nakamura comes out. They uh, Mysterio and Nakamura have a, a quick little, match where nakamura tapped uh he tapped out mysterio which i found is an interesting interesting mm-hmm. finish um then we have corbin come out corbin tries to lay everyone out beforehand typical gauntlet style it happens every gauntlet match that's happened in wwe for the last how we even know how long um but nakamura overcomes that with a kinshasa um then daniel bryan and nakamura come out and nakamura beats bryan clean which actually made me it shocked me to be honest with you yeah. because they've been building Daniel Bryan as the I'm going to win the Rumble. I need to win the Rumble, and he takes a clean loss here. 
um, to Nakamura. Then things get interesting. Then we have Adam Pierce come out in his um, level one Taekwondo robe. And which he just happened to have, even though he knew it didn't think he was wrestling. Of course. Maybe, maybe he just found it from, you know, someone's son in the back. I don't 14 know, years ago, last time he wrestled. Yeah. Right. So he comes out and then this is the part, I guess I don't mind. Cause I was trying to think, obviously if Adam Pierce is in this match, he's going to win, but how are they going to do it? And having Jey Uso and Roman Reigns just destroy them both. And then throw Nakamura on top. I mean, I'm sorry, throw Adam Pierce on top of Nakamura. So on paper, right now we have Roman Reigns and Adam Pierce. So I guess my question, is that going to actually happen? Now, this isn't where we get into predictions. Yeah. Uh, we get into bookings. Uh, but we'll, we'll, I mean, if we want to predict, we can. But I have the booking later on. We can, we can leave our loyal listeners on this first episode because you've been loyal for the last 10 minutes or so. Um, <laughs> Both of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Um, We'll, we'll, leave you, we'll leave you in anticipation when we get down to the Royal Rumble card in a few minutes. Uh, anything you want to add on this about Reigns and Adam Pierce? And- no, just kind of the overall match, kind of what you said. Uh, they just, they, they, it came out of nowhere. You know, it's you're going to do something for uh, a Rumble shot, a title shot at the Rumble, and it's one of your bigger pay-per-views of the year. It starts your road to WrestleMania. You know this match is going to occur, and they don't advertise it. They don't tell you the week before. If they told us the week before and they told us the participants, they could have somebody get kicked out for Adam Pierce. People would be expecting the match, and then they know coming in what was going on. So Heyman talking to Pierce would would it would clearly be, well, Reigns and Heyman want Reigns to have an easy road to maintain uh, retaining the mania, so they're going to put Pierce in there. We'd all understand that. We knew the match was coming, and then they altered it because they knew the match was coming. They just announce it like a surprise to everybody. It's like, how, that's why their ratings are continuously down. They don't know how to advertise what they're going to do. Right. It's it's almost like a swerve for swerve's sake. Like, yeah. they've had a couple great swerves in the past. The, the, the best one I think of is the SmackDown before Survivor Series a few years ago where Daniel Bryan kicked uh, AJ Styles uh, and turned heel and won the title. So he would face Brock Lesnar instead of styles at that survivor series a few years ago. Right. That was a good, that was great. You didn't know, like no one saw that coming. I mean, you know, the go home episode to a pay-per-view, no way. Um, but this right here is just like, man, but we're going, so the whole purpose of this is we're going to book it better or try to. So uh, moving on, we have intercontinental title defense, Big E defended against Apollo Crews. Uh, last week they were teaming up. We've seen Apollo come to Big E's aid the last few weeks. And this one was quick and weird. Um, that ended with a double pin off of a suplex, I think it was. So neither of them could kick out from a suplex. Okay. Yeah. Then, you know, Apollo Crews smacks Big E. Nope, we're starting this match again. And then Big E wins in like three minutes. Um, this does tease the Crews heel turn, which is, I mean, desperately in need. Um, I've been booking a, a Crews heel turn for a while now, but this will maybe be the slow, the slow way to do it, but it'll happen eventually. Um, but we'll see. In other, um, anything on the Intercontinental title, Chris? No, I think it was, you know, it was a good match. The first finish was kind of weird. 
like you said, yeah. you have, you know, uh, the, the IC champ you're trying to build up and Big E gets suplexed. And I can understand why uh, um, Apollo Crews' shoulders were down. He didn't realize they were down. So that's why the double pin. But still, yeah. like, how, how would that pin Big E? Doesn't make any sense. Right. And I do think so. you're right. Uh, like you said last episode and now the heel turn is coming. Hopefully it's a slow build. It'll make it worth it. Right. But I thought it was a good match. It was. Um, and now for, you know, this is the part that I like the best. We have uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, who are the new SmackDown Tag Champs, defeating the Street Profits. Street Profits have been champs for about nine or ten months now. It's been a while. And they've looked really strong. Um, so, because they, the, they won their titles when they were still crowds. Yes. So, yep. so it's, it's, it's been a minute. Um, and they won clean, which I also found interesting. Uh, I was looking for some sort of schmoz or some sort of feet on the ropes or pull of the tights or just something there that would give the Street Profits a reason to, you know, get an immediate title match yep. back. But they won it clean. And, you know, Rude and Ziggler were dangerously – or you know, they were ready to just slip off the face of the earth. They needed this. Um, so I'm glad to see that. And I have some unique things booked for, for the, for the tag teams coming up because we don't have a lot of tag teams out there. So I, I have a, you know, I have, I have some unique bookings coming up for the, for the next few months for tag teams. Let's see if it works out. And Hopefully it does. I'm really happy about this. I'm a huge, I love Bobby Roode. I've always liked Ziggler. Right. Uh, and I don't think this is losing. This doesn't hurt the street profits at all. Even if they don't have a rematch and re, cause sometimes they give rematches. Sometimes they don't, it doesn't hurt them at all. They're great on the mic. They're talented. They're exciting. They'll have more title runs. They're fine. Rude and Ziggler really needed this. So I hope, I hope this is the start of at least a, a decent length run for those two with some good matches. Right. Um, the last thing to note is Sonya Deville is a new authority figure. It seems not a wrestler. Um, last week when she came back, I was forgot about this. quite quite critical because I was ready for Sonya Deville to come back as a competitor. And if it's a during my Royal Rumble bookings, I had her winning the Royal Rumble as a surprise entrant. I had her going in and then going in against Sasha Banks at WrestleMania, but it <laughs> gone in an instant. So you saw those interactions with her and Adam Pierce. So it looks as though I'm wondering, I, I, and one thing I didn't mention at the top is we're, you know, we're not looking at spoilers. We're not looking at rumors. We're just, we're, t we're taking what is given to us and trying to book what's happening next. So I honestly don't know if, if she's still hurt, if she can't compete, or if this is just, you know, trying a new role. Right. Um, but right now she, she looks, she seems to be an authority figure, maybe this has to play in with Adam Pierce actually wrestling and they need someone to make some decisions. She's, she's going to, no she's going to take his place and win the universal title from Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Adam That's exactly what we don't want to do on this show. I'm joking guys. Uh, obviously. I swear if Adam Pierce and Goldberg leave the Royal Rumble with titles. Oh, just, just listeners plan for a four hour episode. Cause I'm not going to stop. Um, and, and yeah, it's you not going to happen. We're not, don't let your kids listen to that one either. Oh, no. We're not booking <laughs> it that way. Not a chance. So, uh, anything else on SmackDown? No. Uh, overall, it went really quick with the uh, with the hour-long gauntlet match. It, uh, it did. And, you know, there were some things. There was no women interaction in this one. No women's program at all. Um, so, 
we should see more of that now um, with only two episodes or um, yeah, with only a few episodes left until Royal Rumble. I know um, this, so is, now we'll, this is I, critical, but uh, <laughs> it's amazing how much faster a wrestling show goes when there's more wrestling on it. Right. <laughs> and it's like a two hour show with quality, with quality stuff on yeah. it. We'll make it more. And then and you're not dragging through three hours. And when we get to raw, where I think it was four wrestlers who pulled double duty. Yeah, there was. Uh, I didn't. I, so yeah. So I mean, and let's, so let's let's jump into that. This is the raw from January eleventh, twenty twenty one. Um, and we have Triple H starting the show, which is always nice to see. Um, and immediately interrupted by Randy Orton. This was about six days and twenty two hours too late. I think this should have happened at the end of the previous episode with all the legends and stuff like that. I know with Goldberg coming out at the end of the legends episode, maybe they didn't want to do too much, but if we're setting up anything with Randy Orton and triple H that it should have happened on the actual legends night, in my opinion, Um, you you know, all they had to do when he was talking bad to the last legend before, before they went to the, uh, the championship match is just have, have a camera pan away to triple H 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. Kind of watch, watching him doing what he's doing, like shaking his head, like that's not going to fly. And then they set up this week without a problem. Exactly. But and and in retrospect, Triple H wasn't anywhere there. He wasn't on the stage. He wasn't mentioned at all. He wasn't part of any of the legends. No. Unless they don't want to consider him a legend, which is obviously ridiculous. Um, but this opening was was very um, typical. I guess would be the thing. Orton calls out Triple H. They go back and forth. Triple H says no. He's about to walk out. And then Orton makes, you know, says something about Steph. Gets smacked. And then later in the episode, Triple H says, yeah, we'll fight. I mean, how many times have we seen? I mean, I can remember distinctly um, with Triple H as part of the authority with Dean Ambrose trying to get a match with Seth Rollins. And Triple H is like, no, it's not going to happen. And he's literally walking out. And then he makes a comment about, hey, did you, you know, are your balls in Stephanie's purse? And yeah, like Orton almost that's... delivered the same exact line. <laughs> and it's just like, if you've watched now for the last four years, you've seen that. You've seen that exact segment happen already. So I feel like it was a little lazy, but, you know, I'm a Triple H mark. I can't, I can't help it. So. Oh, no, you're not, you, you can't like it. Remember, <laughs> haven't you seen anything on the internet? He's horrible and he's overrated and all this and. Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, I, I I love the. I mean, I've I've always loved the character. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm a big fan too. I don't I don't get the hate I for mean, him, honestly. And he'll be he'll be. I mean, he'll be Vince within a few years. He'll, he's going to be the top guy. So God, I hope so. Um, yeah, he's got to be. So to just to continue with this the story throughout the night, um, Triple H is ready to fight. They actually they get it going. It's the street fight. Usually the trip, you know, when Triple H fights on on any show, he usually has the longest match on the card. And and any pay per view, he's like twenty thirty minutes. But when I was looking at the clock, I'm like, this one started at like nine fifty one, and they have a hard ten o'clock stop. So I'm like, all right, this isn't gonna go too too long. So he breaks out the sledgehammer eventually. I'm like, all right, cool. And then the lights start slowly going out, like the fiend. So I'm like, all right, I'm intrigued. Then he sets the sledgehammer on fire. And my intrigue turned immediately to confusion. So I'm like, is he like, like, what are they going to do with this? Is he going to set himself on fire and the fiend's going to show up in his place? Like what, what is the purpose of him setting the the sledgehammer on fire? Um, 
then the lights go out. Alexa Bliss comes back. She does the fireball into Orton's face, which actually was pulled off decently. It mm-hmm. was close. Um, Orton sold it a little too much. I sold think like he was cut, dying. They should have cut <laughs> him off like yeah. a solid 30 seconds before that. Cause I'm like, but it was good to see at least that story continue because again, the show, the, the title of this show is Who Needs Continuity? Because there was none when you have Randy Orton who's trying to set Alexa Bliss on fire, then, oh, I had mercy, let's go pick on some legends to now let's restart this again. So it was, there is no continuity. In we did, one, we so. did call this last week though. We did call, they just picked right back up like nothing happened. Right. Um, so that's how the show ends with Alexa Bliss throwing a fireball in Orton's face. Um, and I, I'm excited because we can, we can, we can talk about the the future bookings and the opportunities here because there are a lot of opportunities um, that we'll discuss when, especially when we get to the booking of Raw and more importantly the booking of the Royal Rumble. Um, anything else on the this? We'll call it the, the top feud of the night because no. Um, I mean, I'm glad they picked it back up. I wish they did something something like you said have some continuity last week. Right. They just kind of put it on the back burner for an entire week for a random Legends episode. Uh, always good seeing Triple H. Never mind right. that. Uh, always like Alexa Bliss. She's underrated. Love uh, she's she's doing a great job in her role with this. Um, it was good. It was just kind of they just should have done something to connect the two weeks in between. Two weeks ago, this week, last week was just nothing. They should have done anything. Right. Again, the, even a camera shot of Alexa Bliss looking menacingly at him from the darkness. Anything. Right. I do like how they're still keeping the fiend away. Yeah. And they need to keep yep. him away for a bit longer. Um, so next we have Charlotte and Lacey Evans. Uh, continuation from the week before where we had Ric Flair who appeared to accidentally trip Charlotte and it led to Peyton Royce rolling up Charlotte. So Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans beat Charlotte and Asuka a non-title match. Um we had Ric Flair come out in the middle of this match and he fully supported and helped Lacey win that match. Um, I have no clue where they're going with this. I was just going to say that. I, I like these <laughs> because I have no idea. Cause a lot of times it's like, Oh, they're going to do this and this and that. I don't have any idea with this. We, and I, I love it. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Charlotte yell at Rick before and that's pure, you know, that prime heel Charlotte Flair, get out of my ring. No one needs you get out of my, you know what I mean? And she pulled that two weeks ago after she tripped up, tripped her up um, and caused the loss. But now we have Ric Flair and Lacey Evans, who I'm wondering if, if Ric Flair is actually going to be sticking around for a little bit, maybe this will be another run as a, as a manager. I, I'm not sure. I, um, it's never, I never needed, I never need a good reason for more Ric Flair. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he's so, one of my favorites I mean, ever. So. I know, and he, and he seems to be in decent health. I mean, yeah. I know he's had a lot of health stuff yeah. in the last few years. So let's get him on TV. Let's keep going. So we'll get we'll get to this um, again more in the bookings. Uh, now we have the first of the um, what do we call it? Double duties of the night. We had Jeff, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> there you go, Jeff Hardy, who had this feud with Elias in the summer. Uh, now. They, they were supposed to fight Jackson Riker came out and beat him in like three minutes after Elias um, with the, uh, had a distraction. So Riker had to roll up for the win. And then Hardy, nope, I want to fight you, Elias. Let's go. And then Elias actually wins that one with the Swanton. Um, so I guess the story here is that 
Riker and Elias aren't on the same page about helping each other out. Um, I do find it weird that Riker is, is almost like a bodyguard, but Elias is a big dude. Yeah. I would say Elias is bigger than Jackson Riker and his arms, especially. So it's just like, I don't think it should, this shouldn't be a, a bodyguard protect. I don't even know what the bodyguard and the person they protect. I can't think of the right word there. It shouldn't be that relationship. It should be, they should be just a straight up tag team. Um, yeah, no, you're right, and they can't. I mean, it's not even the thing where like they haven't really booked Elias in a serious way since he's been up in the main roster. So right. it's not even like, hey, I'm going to take you under my wing, like like the Rollins and, and the Disciples. Like that made sense. This, right. it's okay. It's just you're getting somebody from NXT who has no place down there, up on the main card, right. and trying to find something for him to do. Eh, I can. It's I mean, just kind of there for me. I, guess, I mean, they had him, Cutler and uh, and Blake forgotten sons they they were they started at the beginning of the pandemic and then something happened i think Riker had some inappropriate tweets or something and they had to shut it down i don't think Riker and color i don't think they get along in real life because they're very different spec uh very opposite ends of the political spectrum we'll just leave it at that got it so uh, that's probably about one's on raw one's on smackdown right that makes sense so it's good to see them split up anyways um so jeff hardy pulls double duty i feel like this was just a a one-off um I don't see much happening with this. No, they still have they, they. If they're still rehashing old things from the summer, we still have that whole car crash thing with Jeff Hardy, where it wasn't him who crashed the car. They saw someone big with red hair driving the car. He really crashed, like, and hit Elias with the car. That was forever ago. But it seems like they're trying to circle <laughs> back to that, but it's not going to work. So. Uh, you you want a continuity, Jason? Here it is. <laughs> this is a long con. <laughs> That is a long one for a yeah, mediocre for this. story. That yeah, for a mid-card nothing. story, yeah. Exactly. Uh, next, we have Seamus and Keith Lee. They had a backstage interaction, and they are take, and they ended up being interrupted by Miz and Morrison, which led to a tag match. Um, again, let's get back to continuity. A couple weeks ago, Seamus broke Keith Lee's head straight off. Um, but now they're like, all right, hey, let's, let's tag team. So the highlight of this one for me was the – was Keith Lee hitting John Morrison so hard that the turnbuckle came off? Um, that turnbuckle, when it came off, obviously it was a, a planned spot, but I don't believe just it. you. You think that was a real spot no, or no? Uh, no, totally, no. totally planned. It was a. I mean, it was a spot. It was not a. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't real. But again, for the second week in a row, he had the highlight of the night um, last week with the Spanish Fly oh. <laughs> off the top rope, which I was could watch like, that ten times oh in a row. That's incredible. Um, then that match would end with Seamus bro kicking Morrison after tagging himself in. And then Seamus and Keith Lee are hugging and they're acting all buddy, buddy. So I'm like, okay, so maybe they have, you know, they're happy. They don't have Corona. Like, like Drew McIntyre does. Maybe they're, Oh, so we're going to go to commercial and we're coming out of commercial and they're pushing each other and they're angry with each other. I don't know why they didn't show any footage from the commercial break. The announcers didn't say anything. Now they're just now they're just fighting, and then Keith Lee wins with the spirit bomb, and then they hug after the match. Chris, what <laughs> the hell? <laughs> uh, but I don't get it. I have no idea what's happening right now. I'm just like, I mean, normally if they're trying to turn one or the other, you think they're trying to turn Sheamus heel. Although I think Keith Lee benefit more from being a heel. Yes. Uh, I, if they're trying to turn him, 
you do a little bit more of a slow build and have him turn when Keith Lee's least expecting it, not get upset at each other, have a shoving match, have a match, and because you've already you've already initiated the contact, you've already seen them give each other their best shot over the past month. It's like it's just kind of like to me, it's like the male version of Sasha Banks and Bailey. Like it's gonna take three years down the road before they actually have their feud, and it's like, well, you've already seen them fight six times. Right. We don't care anymore. Yeah, it's funny you said because I I'm actually relating this to a different story with Sheamus and Cesaro, um, and this was back when Mick Foley was the. Oh yeah, when they were the bar, yeah. So well before before that, the they bar, had yeah. Best, they had a best of seven. Yep. And then like the seventh went to a tie, and Mick Foley's like, "No, how about you guys be a team and challenge for the tag title?" And then they became the bar, and they became this awesome heel team. I think down the line, and I, I haven't thought about this until you you just kind of sparked my interest here. I'm thinking that maybe in the future that these two both turn heel on McIntyre. That might be fun. Possible. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. And they they become the super team. Um, and now Drew McIntyre has two people to contend with because right now he's buddy-buddy with both of them. So it might be fun, but who knows? Because right now we have Corona that's kind of messing up a lot of things. And I'm, I'm wondering if this was actually a cause, if this – Drew McIntyre testing positive for, for, for the virus. I wonder if this was almost like a an audible because of, of that. It's probably, um, it could be. I don't know. So we see the, a pre-tape from, from Drew McIntyre. He accepts Goldberg's challenge. He's throwing some shade about his age, calling him Billy. I love calling him Billy. I think that's hysterical. <laughs> um, he's just ready. He's just one step away from calling him grandpa. Um, the one thing, and I know COVID is nothing to joke about. It's not you know, you don't joke about positive tests. The whole thing feels like a work. I just, it, it's, I mean, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's true. I'm not saying that this is a, this is a work. It just, the way that they did it feels like a work. It doesn't feel like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I think that's probably just because it's all been, you know, no fans tape shows. It all just felt like more of the same. Right. So right. it's just, you know, this is, a, you know, when he was on there saying, this is real, make sure you wear your mask. He's doing all the things he should say as a top face, right? Right, right. But oh, it's yeah. just like, you know, he'll get better. He says he's asymptomatic, you know. Hopefully, I think, and it might be, and actually to go back to Sheamus and Keith Lee, they both pulled double duty. So there's numbers two and three who, who had wrestled two matches on this episode. Um, so the build for Goldberg and Drew McIntyre is going to be just video-based. They'll probably do a side-by-side, you know, one of those typical live from the arena, live from home. We have Goldberg and McIntyre going back and forth. You have no respect, you're old man. I could beat you in your prime. I could beat you now. You know what I mean? It's just like. (laughs) Uh, This is the match nobody wants. I know. And if if the result no one wants happens, I mean, McIntyre just dropped it to Orton and got it back. If he drops it to Goldberg, he can't win it back for a while. No, you it does. You yeah, can't no. can't do that. No. You're going to diminish it. You're going to diminish him. And it's going to have to set up something else at WrestleMania. But we're not booking that because that's a bunch of garbage. So moving on to the random match of the night. Uh, Xavier, Words, Xavier Woods versus T-Bar. Um, Kofi Kingston, they said, has a broken jaw. Um, so he'll be out. So we have Xavier Woods. First solo match, first time he's been out by himself, I think probably since he's formed before he formed the New Day. I can't remember him being out by himself. If, if there's been some any, it's not it's not a lot. It's not very frequent. Right. 
and T-Bar gets the win here with a, I can't remember what they called it as a finisher, um, but I, you know, I looked at it as a modified go to sleep. What it looks like, yeah. GTS, um, kind of like a backwards GTS, but Retribution, hopefully, finally building a little bit more momentum back, and we're going to get to them in the, in the bookings as well. Uh, and now for our fourth double duty of the night, we have Riddle and Lashley for the U.S. title, and we had the the weird finish the week before where Riddle tapped to the hurt lock, but the referee didn't see it, and then he rolled him up, rolled up Lashley. Um, so we have the rematch, and Lashley, and, and I put in the notes here, Lashley retains in hilariously short fashion. Um, you know, he just he just squashed him. Yeah, they didn't and do Riddle like, any favors here. They didn't. Um, he's been on the main roster for about a year now. He made his debut at Royal Rumble, I believe. I think he stayed. He stayed on the roster shortly thereafter. Um, or he may actually. I think he actually came back one of the first taped episodes at the Performance Center. But you know, he's been he's been there for almost a year now. He just hasn't built that much momentum. No. So then, after getting absolutely destroyed, um, he pulls a Jeff Hardy from about an hour and a half before. And says, you know, he wants another match. He's like, well, I, I can't beat Lashley, but MVP, I can sure as hell beat you. Um, so Riddle wins that one by DQ when Lashley, again, just destroys him. Um, and this is one where the, the real audience would be such a, a uh, enhancement to, to this whole program. Because her business would be getting cheered. They'd be getting face reactions. Yep like crazy and riddle would be getting booed out of the building in my opinion um yeah no argument here he's just he's <laughs> no just, argument on that, on that i know, one, I know yeah. you're not a, a huge fan there um now we have to fly- i hate to give it I know, so much I know you do. so but hopefully we're gonna redeem the hurt business a little bit riddle's just gonna slide down for a little while we're, we'll, we'll build him back up in a few weeks but he needs to chill for a little bit we need him to grow away for a little while um <laughs> If you just Next, made yeah. that, if you just made that up, we're copywriting that off, and putting it on the shirt. Off the top, legit off the top of my head. Yeah, well, um, we need to start. Write it down. Yeah, write it yeah. down. Grow away. Um, Next, we have AJ Styles and Drew Gulak when with the number one contender to the Universal Title, Adam Pierce there, <laughs> making the match. Um, Drew Gulak trying to fight for a spot in the Royal Rumble, which you know is not going to happen, and AJ Styles takes quick, you know quick work of him the best thing about his is almost right now that is a bodyguard protector relationship um but it looks like we have a face aj styles again i think so i've always been a styles fan for back in his tna days right uh in my opinion i'm not trying to crap on tna but i never really cared much for it besides aj styles Mm -hmm. and with almost like you said uh great combination Gulak's a really and good this, worker. This was this was nice. This was fun. Right. So I think, you know, future-wise, we're looking at, you know, Shawn Michaels and Diesel from 94, 94, 95. It was 94. Um, I remember that because I just watched the 94 Rumble last night. Um, and that's when Diesel just came in and just was throwing people out left and right. And by the end of that year, he was he was world champ. Um, you know, night after Survivor Series. Well, we can – that's – I can see a similar path. Backlund in eight seconds. All, <laughs> yeah maybe not maybe not getting to that full point but we're gonna see i think we're gonna see a similar arc there Shawn michaels diesel aj styles almost um it's kind of a, kind have, of a blueprint for it anyway so exactly except yeah. the only difference is if we have a face aj styles 
um, with almost we're going to need AJ to, to, to turn back heel in order to really make it work. But yeah, we'll give him a year in the future. Yeah, exactly. And when when we get to the proposed WrestleMania card, you'll see you'll see what's happening there. So, uh, and the final thing here, we have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, and they took on Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Um, Dan, you know, typical. You know, this pair of Jackson Baszler started with. I, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. Hey, let's team up and kick everyone's ass. And then now we're finally starting to see them eventually go at it. They need to split up um, in a bad way. They will. Um, Baszler tagged herself in, got the quick tap out for Brooke. Nia Jax is like, uh, who this? No, I yeah. swear. <laughs> yeah. Who this, who this lady? Like, what is she doing? Like, <laughs> legit, I don't need you. So we'll see, we'll see how this builds over the next few weeks. It'll come to a head pretty shortly. Um, but they they need to go their separate ways, and I think they're going to end up going their separate ways within the next few weeks. So there's our recap. Um, anything else you want to add about this before we start booking? Uh, anything I'd add is just booking related, so we can go on. Perfect. So um, now we're gonna. So I, I did misspeak earlier. The SmackDown that we just reviewed it was four episodes till the Rumble. Um, we're going to be booking the SmackDown for January 15th, which is actually three. That's three episodes until the Royal Rumble. Um, so I misspoke about that earlier. So the way we'll do this, we're, we, we're not going to be going segment by segment, but we'll go more, you know, program by program. Um, Cause it's, it's not, it wouldn't be, I don't think it would be a, a fun listen to be like in the first segment, Roman Reigns is going to come out and then it's going to build toward the eighth segment, which we'll get to in seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, a, that's a, so we'll that's a, uh, yeah. yeah, let's just, we'll go program by program. So let's start with the universal title. Um, this episode, again, we're going to try to build Adam Pierce as a legitimate title contender. Um, I, I, am, I would put some sort of video package with the NWA work, some of the indie work that they're allowed to use. Be like, no, this guy can actually fight. And we're going to give the illusion that Adam Pierce is actually going to contend at the Royal Rumble. Then we're going to see Sonya Deville because if she's the new authority figure, she's going to come out swinging and she's going to be like, you know what? You are not cleared to do this. You cannot fight. This is not happening for you. So we're going to keep that mystique live. Like, is Adam Pierce actually going to fight? Sonya Deville is going to come in and say, no, I'm just starting at this, and I'm not going to mess up my job now. You are not doing this. Um, so what this will do is this is going to set up. We're going to set up, because right now, the person with the biggest grip is going to be Shinsuke Nakamura, who pretty much acted as a face last Friday. Another one with just an inexplicable, here's something, you know, we call it the Lex Luger effect, right? Lex Luger, he was the narcissist, he was the narcissist, he was the narcissist, then he came on a helicopter, and now he's <laughs> Slam Yokozuna, now he's a face, yeah. And now he's, and so it's just like, literally, it's just yeah. like, oh, now you're a face. So it's almost the Lex Luger effect. Um, there's there's a second thing we can, we can trademark that, the Lex Luger effect. Um, and so he's going to have a gripe. He's going to come out. And we're going to set up a tag match. So Adam Pierce, you know what? I can't fight. But what I'm going to do is you two, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, you're going to fight Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro tonight. So we'll get that. We'll see some backstage stuff back and forth. Roman Reigns being, you're going to let them talk to us like that? You better not. And, you know, just the typical quiet, menacing thing. Yep. Um, so we'll get to the tag match. That'll obviously be the, the main event. We'll have... Heyman out there. We're going to have Adam Pierce out there, almost in the corner of Nakamura and Cesaro. Um, we're going to see Pierce get knocked out again. Uh, 
there's no way Adam Pierce is not getting knocked out every week until the Rumble. It's going to happen again. Um, this is just going to end up being a schmoz at the end where Adam Pierce gets laid out um, by Uso and Reigns. And then this is going to further this. You're not medically cleared. You weren't medically cleared before. Now you're even more not medically clear. There's no way you're going to be wrestling. And then we'll have Jey Uso. Uh, we'll have Roman Reigns take out Cesaro through the announce table. He's going to be just, he'll be out to the side. But then at the same time, we're going to see Nakamura get five Kinshasas to Jey Uso. Just one after another after another. So usually you're knocked out after one, but since we have to be repetitive, Jey Uso will just keep getting up because, you know, he's the next to the head of the table. So he has, I don't know, but he's, he's going yeah, he, to get his head kicked off a bunch. And instead of Reigns coming in and helping, Reigns is actually just going to watch, back up, go up the aisle, but not help Jey Uso. Much like he's done in the past yep. um, when Uso has been getting his ass kicked. So Nakamura is going to be the only one left standing at the end of the episode. And Reigns is going to be going back with Paul Heyman giving him that, you know, just staring at Roman Reigns' face like he does. Like, I know, like, Heyman's great, but he just, he's a starer, and I would feel uncomfortable being around him if he stares that much. I um, think that's the point. <laughs> I know, so I'm just like, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm just like, ugh. Um, so this is going to leave Nakamura looking strong. This will re-cement him now as a face. Again, inexplicable face turn, but we need those. Um and it's just going to leave a question about what's going to actually happen for the Royal Rumble. Um, the, the downside of this booking is this takes a tag team out of the SmackDown tag team division for now. But we're going to remedy that. It's going to take a little work. We got a plan. Um, so anything on the universal title there, Chris, that you want to? I mean, I keep, I, I think, I have a feeling they are going to go to the Rumble with Pierce and Reigns. Um, and I'm not going to spoil why I think that. We're, we'll get to that later. But I, I really do think I, I, this is. This, I mean, this makes sense. You have Sonya Deville come out. It's a good way to get her involved. If you can have Pierce be more involved in ring, or at least feign the in ring <laughs> that he's going to be in ring. Um, I could see this happening. I mean, especially three weeks away. It's not really, you know, a tag match. Anybody wins, loses, whatever. Nobody. It doesn't hurt anybody going to the pay per view. Uh, but I do think Nakamura will continue to play a role. Absolutely. Right. Uh, and he will, he's not going to take it lying down. I could totally see him beating the crap out of Jey Uso. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a better guess than this. So, <laughs> right. So um, I'm in, in the long haul. I'm hoping that Adam Pierce gets beat up so much on SmackDown that he stays, ex- he stays exclusive to raw as the authority figure. And Sonya Deville is now our authority figure on on SmackDown. Um, that's Could where that, yeah. that's where I would go with it, but I think that's that's small that's small pickings compared to what we have. So now we have the Intercontinental Title. Um, we're, we'll have Big E come out and issue another open challenge. We're going to see Gable, uh, not Gable. We're going to see Apollo Cruz try to come out, but Otis is going to answer the challenge instead. Otis is kind of floundering right now. He has this <laughs> yeah. he has this thing with Alpha Academy with Chad Gable. Um, Big E will obviously retain. I don't think he'll be able to get the big ending on Otis. I'd love to see him try. I think he'll try, but not be able to do it. I think he'll um, do it. You think he'll do it? I think he'll do I, it. I, I, I hope he can. Um, you know what? We'll book it. Big E does the the big ending on Otis, um, but that's after Gable gives him some bad advice, and we just need to see that split. Um, 
But yeah, he'll try he'll try game. once or twice first, not be able to get him up, and then he'll finish with that. Or maybe it's something like Otis would go to the second rope, and then he he would you know gets him from there, and then carries him down to the middle and hits yeah. him. Um, but he'll get he'll get him up one way or another, hopefully. So we'll have that. Um, we'll see Cruz in the back. We'll we'll still tease that heel turn, but he's not going to get directly involved quite yet. Not this week. We're still we're still three weeks away from the Rumble. We still we need to build this story a little more. Um, SmackDown tag titles. Now we have new champs. Now we need new contenders, and this will be Sonya Deville. And at first, I was I was hell bent on booking a fatal four way match, and I couldn't do it because I couldn't find a fourth team. Um, I went through, I went through the rosters online. I'm like, who is there that we could actually get for fourth team that would make some sort of sense? And this is where Lucha House Party is on Raw, right? They are. Okay. And they're and right now they're contending for the Raw tag titles. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, um so we're gonna do a triple threat elimination match because I think elimination matches are, are a bit better. Instead of the first to get the pin, let's get it down to two to two teams or two people. Um so we're going to have the Street Profits, we're going to have Dominic and Rey Mysterio as a tag team, and we're going to have Cutler and Blake, uh, who, are the, I don't know if, the, I think they're called the henchmen, we'll call them the Royal Henchmen, or they can just be Cutler and Blake. Um, we'll have the Mysterios eliminated first, because they're just there, because we need, we just need more people in there, and we want to get them on the show. We still need to, Dominic still needs to develop, develop a bit more, so let's get him some, some reps in there. And then... We're going to have the Street Profits eliminate Cutler and Blake for now, just so we can get the rematch at Royal Rumble. And it's a quote-unquote deserved rematch. But this Street Profits, Cutler, Blake feud, Cutler, Blake feud, excuse me, that's gonna, we're going we're gonna to ride this one out after the Royal Rumble. Um, I don't want to see them just as henchmen. I actually want to see Cutler and Blake switch that role with Corbin because Corbin's really not doing much. We can have him be almost the advisor and those two really get the push. That's a story um, of Corbin on the main roster. Right? So this is going to set up the rematch of, of Rude and Ziggler versus the Street Profits at the Royal Rumble. Um, and then in the coming weeks, we'll probably, I mean, the way it's, I wouldn't book it this way, but what if this does happen, then we'd see, you know, Montez Ford and Cutler one week and then Blake and, and Dawkins the next week. You know what I mean? We'll see those iterations what what whoever ends up facing Rude and Ziggler at the Royal Rumble, because I'm convinced that they will defend at the Royal Rumble, regardless. Um, we're gonna see, you know, it's kind of timed out well enough where you'll get the, the mixes of the singles matches and then a six man tag when we're gonna throw in, you know, Biggie and you know, Corbin. You could you know what I mean, or we'll see something like that. Um anything else on that you wanna add? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they'll go triple threat. Yet on this coming episode, I do think they'll do that because they'll do some kind of uh, triple threat, fatal four way, or if they, if they can find a fourth team, like you said, right? Uh, uh for this, unless, unless the fatal four way is like at the Rumble and, and you add in, uh, yeah, Ziegler and Rude, but I think that's um, a waste of a lot. I mean, that that is, Ray, you don't have Ray and Dominic in the Royal Rumble in that case, most likely. So, I mean, they could, they could, I mean, if that match would more likely be either first or on the pre show, so they could have them in the Rumble still. I mean, um, I, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the trends of what they do. Like, if you're in a if you're in a match, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you and everybody else watching, right? Like, if you're in a match during the show, are you actually in the Royal Rumble match? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like last right, year, right. I think it was Reigns and Corbin who had a last man standing match, and they both ended up in the Rumble. But like, no one in a title match really 
the loser of the title match didn't enter the rumble. You know what I mean? Right. Whether it was icy or anything like that. So I don't know. So I, I think, think we're gonna get you'll see you'll see some one on one matches. I think you might see like uh, Bobby Roode, like you said, Bobby Roode against uh, one uh, Montez Ford or something. Right. Uh, you'll see that, and then the following week you'll see something different, and you'll have other teams interfering in the meantime, and that'll right. build to kind of like, okay, you get none of you can get along, fine. You're all gonna be at the Royal Rumble, fatal four way for the tag titles, that kind of thing. That, that I like that. I like that. Um, so the transition of the SmackDown Women's title, which we haven't had really any build the last few weeks. Um, no. This is this is a this is a unique booking, and I, I'm I would love to see it. I don't. I honestly don't think they would ever do it. But I would book a battle royal this week with ten women, because if I want to build the women, if I want to promote the women's Royal Rumble and I want to get some more talent out there. I want just a regular battle royal and I want a number one contender. And I want everyone on the SmackDown roster in there. So uh I'm gonna let's book a 10 woman battle royal on SmackDown. The winner gets a, a title shot at the Royal Rumble. And again, I went and looked at the roster. The women's roster is light. I couldn't get 10 women <laughs> from 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 SmackDown. Yeah. Um so we have Bailey, Bianca Belair, Billy Kay, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Tamina, and Carmella. That's eight women on the active SmackDown roster. So I went and I'm like, all right, let's get two NXT women. So I'm like, who's kind of not really in much, but could make an appearance. Maybe they make this appearance instead of the women's Royal Rumble appearance, get them some time. So I, so I threw in Casey Catanzaro and Zia Lee from NXT. So we have these 10 women in a battle Royal for the, again, for the chance to, to take on Sasha Banks at the Royal Rumble. Now, again, the woman who wins this, who faces Banks at the Royal Rumble, I don't have in the women's Royal Rumble. I, I, I don't think they'll double dip like that. I actually think the women's Royal Rumble will go on before this match. Um, so in this case, we'll have Carmella winning the whole thing last um, eliminating Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair won't get the title shot at Rumble. She's announced that she's going to be in the Rumble. So she's not going to she's not going to face Sasha Banks. So we'll have Carmella and Sasha Banks because we need to just end that feud and let's just end it at the Royal Rumble. But I think the more interesting narrative at this will be Bailey getting eliminated first by, you know, either Billy Kay or Casey Catanzaro or Zia Lee, one of the lower rank ones, because we're going to continue this narrative as the captain as Bailey, just kind of on a cold streak. It started yeah. with it started with Survivor Series where she was eliminated first and Peyton Royce beat her. And that's actually going to come in later um, to our Raw bookings as well and the Raw Rumble bookings. Um, so we have this, we, we need to continue this narrative of Bailey just on this terrible, terrible losing streak after having this, you know, year long SmackDown championship run. So we need to get Carmella versus Sasha Banks somehow at Raw Rumble and instead of just the traditional U2 fight or this, I mean, if we were predicting, if we were, this was a podcast about predicting, I would say this would be the triple threat or fatal four way that would determine who, who faces her. But I think this right here will just, I think it's you know, kind of a slim line between predicting and fantasy booking anyways, honestly. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where they're going with this. I mean, I think you're right. It's definitely going to be Carmella. Um, thing is too it's completely possible if they're not trying to have a crazy long show and they already have other matches they may just leave a smackdown women's title match off the main show 
Right. And it may just have it be for the February pay-per-view. And she'll have to defend to face whoever the woman is who wins the Women's Rumble if they face her. I, I don't know. I'd like to think they build for something because Sasha Banks is incredibly talented. I always, uh, I've always been a fan of hers from way back in NXT. I just, I don't know. They've done so little with it. It makes me think oh. they're not pushing anything for the Rumble. Right. So, and this, you'll see when we get into the future bookings for the pay-per-views where I, I'd love to see this go. Um, I, you know, hope, you know, again, these are, these are fantasy bookings, but if they go this route, I think it'll, I think it'll work out well. Um, for other programs, non-title programs, we actually haven't seen many non-title programs from SmackDown no. recently. Um, but after the Royal Rumble, we have three main, we have three characters that we're going to have to build around. We're going to have to build around Kevin Owens. We're going to build around Seth Rollins. And we're going to have to build around Aleister Black. We need, you know, all three of them will need to come back at some point. Um, spoiler alert, I have one out of those three. Or do I have two? I definitely have one. I think maybe oh, it's only one out of those three in the Royal Rumble, actually. Um, I don't have two of them in there. It's been a while since I looked at the <laughs> So um, there's definitely, I, I mean, out of those three, let me just say what you think. If you had to pick one of those three, only one to come back at the Rumble, who would you choose? And who are they again? Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Aleister Black. Uh, I'd say if they're going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Rollins. Yeah, that's, I, I, I agree. Um, I think Owens will return but not in the rumble. And I don't think, I mean, it could be Aleister Black again at the rumble, but you need, you need a better story with him because he hasn't been on TV since his real life wife was released, which I find interesting. It's definitely Um, not a punishment though. No, I just, I, I I don't know if he's been hurt or whatever, but I would, I would save the Aleister Black return for a while. No, no, that's always, that's always their narrative on a significant other is no longer with the company and they don't go on TV. The same thing happened to, uh, um, Lana, when Rusev got released, right. all of a sudden she got beat up and everything, and all of a sudden now Alistair Black, who was on a hot streak, haven't seen him, right. on, him on TV. It's like right. I don't I don't okay. remember seeing him since him and him and KO had their had nope. their thing. Because he had Alistair Black, he made this heel turn, he started wearing an eye patch, and then um, KO beat him in a last man standing match, which was so maybe he was out, maybe he's hurt. I have no idea. So, but there's SmackDown. Um. Anything else on SmackDown you want to add, Chris? Before we get into salvaging no. Raw, no. Let's 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 do our best because. All right, so we're gonna be now. This is getting into Monday Night Raw, January eighteenth. This will be two episodes until the Rumble. Um, so the way we're booking this from midweek, so from Wednesday to Tuesday, we'll say, um, we'll kind of love different amounts of episodes leading up to the next show. So now we have two episodes to the Rumble. Um, so let's start with the WWE Championship because this one's going to be easy. You can't do anything with this no. right now. Um, we're just going to get the – we'll get Goldberg. I think he'll make an in-person appearance. Um, he's going to just point out the failures. I'd love to see, like, a three-man band thing and, like, look at you. Like, you were part of this thing called 3MB for real and show, like, Ginger Mahal, Mahal <laughs> and Heath Slater up there and the no-abs, long-haired Drew McIntyre. And then just go through all the things, almost like what Randy Orton did with him. Yeah. When they were talking about, hey, you've been fired this many times. Goldberg will do that. Um, I I actually wouldn't have Drew McIntyre on the show at all. I would leave him completely off. Um, 
and then wait till the week after. We know Goldberg's not going to wrestle. He's not going to fight. No, um, no. He might spear somebody. Yeah, he'll spear somebody. But I don't see the opportunity for that in this episode. I say he just comes out, talks, he makes his appearance, he gets his paycheck, and then, you know. Yeah, it'll be an awkward promo. He won't know if he's a heel or a face. And then. Exactly. We need, we need to build him as a heel. Um, so he's just going to have to start saying some some ridiculous things. I do think McIntyre will will have a video or something posted if he, if he's not cleared to come back because WWE yeah. just can't help themselves. I think so too. Um, I just, I mean, I just wouldn't do it. Um, actually, looking through, I did leave two people off of this, so you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add something to this on the fly here. Um, let's have Goldberg get interrupted by Sheamus and Keith Lee, huh? Um, because They've been the ones who've been buddy buddy with McIntyre. McIntyre can't be there to talk to him, you know, to to defend himself. Let's have a standoff. Um, Goldberg is not. I mean, if Goldberg does spear someone, it'll be Sheamus, not Keith Lee. But there'll be it'll be you know we could even get to the whole you know bring out the locker room and separate the people um, between Keith you know between the three of them. But I don't see much happening with that with Keith Lee and Sheamus in this episode yet because. They don't have much to do for right now, um, other than to further their story. So if they want to, if they want to appear that you know they're backing up their friend, you know, Seamus and McIntyre are best friends because Keith Lee and McIntyre have been together for a while. They've built that narrative already. So let's have them have that interaction with Goldberg. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna take it over one step further and say Seamus this week, and then Goldberg spears him. You know, cheap shots him, spears him. Def- Maybe clearly Keith Lee comes for the save. Keith Lee could come for the save, or he could come out next week and call him out too if McIntyre's not back yet. Right. Uh, I think the Goldberg, save would be better, but right. But Goldberg, I mean Goldberg cannot spear Keith Lee. Keith Lee cannot lose any momentum right now, and no. he can't weaken Keith Lee. So, um, let's. <laughs> I'd love to see like Goldberg try because like he'll because that's when 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 Goldberg spears someone, that's like the face thing, right? Like that's right. what he does. Like that's you know he's gonna he's gonna spear the bad guy and. And everything's going to be wonderful. Um, so I'd love for him to like try to spear Keith Lee, but Keith Lee no-sells it and doesn't go down. Like, You're not going to spear me. I'm, I'm much bigger than you. It's not happening. Like That would be cool. Um, but I don't think they'll diminish Goldberg like that. I don't think no. Goldberg would do that at all. But it would be really cool to see. Um, so, you know, we'll get, we'll get a little something, but we're not going to get much. Uh, the U.S. title, I think... This week we we actually give it a rest on the U.S. title. We don't. I don't want to further the narrative with uh, Lashley and Riddle. I think Riddle was embarrassed enough last week. I, I'd love to see these. I'd love to see the Hurt Business narrative continue instead. So instead of having anything with the U.S. title, we're going to go back to the Raw Tag Titles, which is currently Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, and they still need to face Lucha House Party. Lucha House Party beat them a couple weeks ago on the Legends Night in a non-title match. And, you know, we'll see MVP and maybe even Lashley there. Given that pep talk, we need to be on the same page, all that stuff. And much like we saw Lashley squash Riddle, I'd love to see Shelton Benjamin squash the Lucha House Party on its own. And now Cedric Alexander refusing or just not tagging in. Yeah. Alexander actually takes the win. They both, they start to, you know, they leave. Um, they go up the ramp, but then Cedric Alexander goes back and 
starts beating on the Lucha House party again. So after the match is over, just goes back, does his own beatdown, and then walks out the other way. Um, so we're going to continue just to show this dissension between Cedric Alexander and the rest of, of uh, the Hurt Business. And I'm actually going to propose that these two don't fight anymore till after the Royal Rumble. Um, and, you know, we talked about this previously, um, not, not today, but this is, we're going to sow the seeds for after the Royal Rumble where we have a double switch. And I think we're really going to be getting this hurt business retribution angle restarted and kicked into full gear. So this is where we're going to see a double switch. Uh, and this again, after the Royal Rumble, where we have Cedric Alexander end up joining Retribution, but then Ricochet joining the Hurt Business. So we'll have a nice four-on-four four where you have the four members of the new Hurt Business, and then you have Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, or Mustafa Ali, whatever the hell we're calling him this week, um, Mace and T-Bar. So you have this nice four-on-four four gang warfare here. They're terrible names. Um, oh, they're awful. They're awful. Um, what was wrong with their real names? Come on. I know. So it's just like, we know who you are. It's like, you're... Seen you you took your mask. mask off and showed us who you were. We know who you are. <laughs> but it's like it's like your mask didn't cover your face. Like we see your features. We know who you are. So it's just like they need matching so, masks too. The different mask thing just throws me out. It right. looks it looks bootleg. It looks cheap. Right. So I think we we build that and we start rebuilding this retribution hurt business angle. Hurt business actually will finally make their full face turn because it's just inevitable at this point. Um, without Cedric Alexander, you keep Alexander heel, you throw him with Ali, those two can actually maybe get some tag runs in the future. Uh, but we, we'll get the tag titles off of the Hurt Business after the Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're right about the U.S. title. needs a rest. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll give it a break. for Maybe, maybe a backstage promo between uh, MVP and Lashley talking about what happened. They're talking about how whatever, they're done with, they're done with Riddle. And then they can show the seeds right. to do it again down the road, whatever. Right. And I, I, I think, I think you're right. Uh, they're going to continue to sow the seeds of dissension among the her business, and they're gonna, they're gonna, just destroy Lucia House Party. They're not, they're not real. Yeah. They're just they're they're place fillers for the the feud that's brewing between the two members of her business. So right, and we're, we, I mean, the tag divisions overall need a really hard reset. So when when we get into the, we're gonna get into how to reset that soon. Um, but we'll we'll get there. So let's transition here to the, the Raw Women's title. Hey, hey, Chris, do you remember when Asuka was the women's champ? Uh, no. Because we haven't seen her as the women's champ in the last like month because no. Charlotte's been back. Yeah. So we need Asuka back in a bad way. Um, so this week, we're going to book Asuka and Peyton Royce in a non-title match. And what this is going to do is we're going to – this will – this is going to have two purposes because Lacey Evans is going to come out because we have this Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce connection here and Charlotte will come out. So we're going to have, we're going to extend that with those two brawling on the outside, but with all that distraction, um, Peyton Royce is actually going to get a cheap win over Oscar, another cheap win. And what this is going to do for Peyton Royce is now she's going to be like, I've beaten Bailey at survivor series. I pinned Charlotte at the legends night and I just pinned Oscar. When is it my turn? Yeah, I like that. So, good. Makes sense. So that so she'll get her title match at the Royal Rumble. She'll so win this too. Will set up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she will. Well, actually, not that's clean. Not true. I, not clean. 
Yeah, when we get to the Royal Rumble predictions, but did you read? Did you did you look ahead at those? No, no. Okay, so when we get to the Royal Rumble predictions, um, you'll see. Where I think we might be on the same page on that. Um, I don't see Peyton Royce with the title, but I do see her winning because you'll see why when we get there. Um, so anything else on the on the women's title? And then, oh, actually, before that, along lines, the tag titles is kind of the women's tag titles um, is intertwined with this. Yes. So we'll, uh, you know, com- kind of combine those two titles that way. So you want to add anything you want to add here? No, actually, I kind of like this Oscar and Oscar and Peyton Royce and Lacey will continue to interfere to help her out her partner and hurt Charlotte's partner and hurt Charlotte and Charlotte will hurt Oscar. The first time will be by accident and then it'll be on purpose because she's Charlotte right. and can't help herself. And right. that'll, yeah, that'll split those two up and, could probably get one either either the tags off both of them or the belt off of Oscar. Right. Um, on Raw, we do have some other programs, um, and I already touched on Retribution. I think we're going to see. I think it was T Bar. It was T Bar last week against Xavier Woods. So you know what? Let's have Mace beat Xavier Woods this week. Why not? Because we need to rebuild this this squad badly. Um, so I think we're going to have almost a repeat performance. Xavier Woods by himself. This might ex- also. Ex- start extending the narrative of Xavier Woods needs a tag team and he can't do anything by himself, which will yeah. give us the eventual yeah. New Day split, which is going to happen because it's been a decade. So we'll, we'll see the New Day split, but that'll get, that will be down, down the road. Um, the last program here to talk about is the Randy Orton Alexa Bliss. Um, and again, in my notes, I wrote what the actual hell is happening. Triple H with a fire sledge. Um, there, there is a way to, to redeem this. And this has been one that I wrote down a few weeks ago, and I'm going to stick with it because I think it's, I think it's what's going to happen. Um, so I think this coming week, we're going to see Alexis playground. We're not seeing us. We won't see Orton. Alexa will do her, her promo and she's going to challenge Randy Orton to a match at the Royal Rumble. Alexa bliss versus Randy Orton. Again, Randy Orton will say, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, we only have two raws left. So, the challenge will be laid out this week. Orton accepts the next week. What if Orton lays out the challenge? What would that be, huh? Oh, that'd be great. Either way, it's got to be a great heel move. We we need yeah, exactly. We need to extend this narrative because there's certain things that need to happen with this story. Um, it, it has to happen. Just the way just the way the story has been told for the last know, six years or however the hell long it's been with maybe not that long. You know, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton as tag teams and Randy Orton burns down the Wyatt family compound and all that stuff. Like this has been for so long um, that, you know, if the fiend's going to be reborn, which he will be. Oh yeah. After being set on fire, we need, we need something to counteract that. So what, uh, what do you have to say about that? What do you think? I think honestly, that's, I think the only way they can go. Right. That, that makes any sense. They can't just bring the fiend back on a random raw and say, I'm back. I'm going to face you, Randy. That would totally do. No. Alexa's doing great. The fiend people look, you can only do with the best you can with what you have. And yeah, the character, they shouldn't have had him on as frequently as they did, but that's not the character's fault. Um, I'm a, I am like the Fiend. I think he's a good character. It's great he's staying away for a while. Alexa's doing phenomenal in her role. Randy's doing great in his. A little confusing, but it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's the writing. Right. I think one of them challenges the other, and you're 100% right. They have some sort of match and we'll, we'll get to that in the next right. segment, but 
That's good. Yeah. That's that's a great segue, Chris. Good. So um so let, let's just book this Royal Rumble. You know, the Royal Rumble is about three weeks out. Uh we, we there are matches that we know are going to happen, so obviously there's no there's no speculating, but we can also book what's gonna happen. Um again, we're gonna go titles, then other programs, not the order that we you know when we we might when it comes to actually booking the show book it as it's going to happen but right we'll see we'll see um but stay tuned because i'm gonna i'm gonna keep building up this royal rumble show because it's gonna be my favorite um going through each entrant and who's gonna go in and who's gonna eliminate them and all that stuff it's it's awesome um i actually didn't have to make any changes this week which was great based on based on the show right um, yeah to the men's rumble i did have to make some changes to the women's rumble um but not to the men's rumble so we know WWE Championship is going to be Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. This is one where predictions versus booking is probably very different. Um, but I want – I'm booking Drew McIntyre a clean win as quick as he beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, Goldberg cannot do more than six minutes in the ring, no, bell to bell. Not. So – and Goldberg is not – I mean, here's here's what makes me nervous – Goldberg beat the fiend in a short amount of time. The fiend who was destroying everybody um, just to, just to set up him versus Roman Reigns at last year's WrestleMania. Um, just don't make that mistake. McIntyre yeah. <laughs> needs to stay strong. McIntyre needs to win this match. Badly. So, uh, I, I actually agree with you hundred percent. I was going to say that I think McIntyre beats Goldberg clean in about two minutes after the bell. So perfect. Good. Let's, let's move on from that because if it doesn't happen, we're going to be griping for a solid time and we want to give our, our listeners their time back. Because yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, universal title. I think this is where we're going to disagree. Um, but I am going to book Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke Nakamura at the Royal Rumble. Um, I think Adam Pierce will not actually, because like if this was backlash, um, an, an interim pay-per-view, Sure, Roman Reigns versus Adam Pierce, fine, but not at one of the big four. I don't think you can have Adam Pierce make his WWE return and pay per view debut at one of the big four pay per views that builds to WrestleMania. It doesn't make any sense. So let's throw Nakamura in that spot because we do need a filler feud between now and, that, and that's what this Adam Pierce thing is, right? A filler feud between now and WrestleMania um, because I think. By the end of the Royal Rumble show, WrestleMania main event will be set. Um, we'll which we'll get to in vague details today because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it away quite yet. Um, but I think Reigns wins this by submission um, with the what's the uh, what's the submission he's been using? I can't think of it off the top. Of I my can't head. either. I keep forgetting. It's, I can't uh, remember the, the name gui- of it. Yeah. The guillotine. The guillotine. So I think he used a guillotine submission to to beat Nakamura. Um, obviously Jey Uso will get involved, but Reigns will retain. I can't think of anything different for that. But for you still this? think, Adam Pierce, you think I, Adam Pierce will be there? I think it's Adam Pierce because, and, and I know I'm, I'm getting ahead, but I'm not, I'm not going to give details, but I think the winner of the Rumble faces <clears throat> uh, whoever's champion on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I because yeah. Reigns, they're kind of going a different, couple different directions with this. He still has the KO feud going on. Now he has beef with Shinsuke. What event's coming up that requires five or six opponents or six opponents at once? Mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber, which would be the February pay-per-view. 
So it's going to be Reigns and Pierce, but it's going to be like a no disqualification because Heyman's going to do that to help Adam Pierce. Right, right. And which is going to allow Shinsuke and anybody else who's going to be in that match to come down and try to help Pierce. It's not going to work. Reigns still wins. But that's going to be when KO comes back because Nakamura's going to get the crap beat out of him trying to help. He's going to, it's going to be close. It's going to be, oh, is Adam Pierce going to do it? No. Nakamura's going to do his thing. Reigns is going to take him out. KO is going to come down. Oh, he got even closer. No, not quite. Reigns still wins. But now we have an elimination chamber where we can have Reigns and Uso because he's going to have Uso in there to help him. And then you're going to have uh, Nakamura. Uh, I would say Owens. I'm going to bet more than likely Rollins. Uh, and I don't know, probably somebody Ray, like Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio, you know, so Alistair like Black coming and, back. Right. You, so you, you need though, you need a couple of people who are definitely going out first. Right. So, yes. Um, right. So, okay. That, that's not where I, that's not where I'm going, but I like, we have both of these happening, which is great. So um, let's, let's see how this progresses over the next few weeks, but I like this. Um, so next intercontinental um, title, I think, Let's have Big E do another open challenge. And who's going to answer it? But his boy, Xavier Woods. I like it. I like this a lot, yeah. Um, so let's have Big E. And Big E will obviously get the pin. Yes. Because we're going to have this narrative of Xavier Woods not being able to win um, by himself. And we won't see Kofi still. Kofi will be out for a while. So, But this will also sow a little more dissension. So when we do have the split of the new day, Xavier Woods will be the one who goes heel. Um, he's just going to get overly frustrated with everything. So... I think this will be a fun little nod to, you know, they'll hug it out at the end, but we're going to start seeing those seeds of Xavier Woods' heel turn. Um, SmackDown tag titles, Rude and Ziggler versus Street Profits, and let's have Rude and Ziggler retain. I think you're in agreement on that one. Yeah, for sure. I uh, Totally. Um, it's not, I don't want to harp on that one because I think that's just going to be pretty standard. Just like this one, SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, Sasha Banks, she'll retain, she'll tap out, she'll submit uh, Carmella. Yep. I don't see Sasha Banks losing anytime soon, actually. Um, let's have the Raw Women's Champion, which we talked about before, Oscar versus Peyton Royce. And actually, I have Peyton Royce by DQ. But would you have Peyton Royce take the title here? I know they're really big on Peyton Royce. And what better way to push her going into WrestleMania than have her be the champion? They True. don't seem to ever know what to do with Asuka. They either push her to the moon with both titles or they have her on the first segment of the show in a two-minute match. Right. I think uh, all the confusion amongst the women, the four women involved, Dan Payton Royce, um, uh, uh, Lacey, Lacey Evans. It was called Lacey Stevens. Lacey Evans, <laughs> Charlotte, and and uh, and uh, the fourth one I <laughs> forgot to mention. Um, it's all going to come to... It's going to end up with, I think you're right, where... Charlotte costs Oscar the match because right. she's going after Evans because Evans is trying to help her friend right. and hurt Charlotte. And it, it, it's not going to be a clean finish by any means, but I would not be surprised if Peyton Royce wins the title here. Interesting. Um, yeah. I had it by DQ to, to, to further the, um, the split between the two, but actually I don't have them dropping this, the tag titles until WrestleMania right now. Um, and they just continue this hate each other but I still have the tag titles for a while. Cause you've seen that sometimes where you have the two people who hate oh, sure. yeah. dropping yep. it. But I think 
one way or another, somehow they just keep retaining the titles, even though they're literally trying to lose them each time. Um, but that won't happen until Mania. And I'm going to keep that same matchup because I want to see it. I'm, I'm being stubborn about it, um, which I had originally for the Rumble, but I pushed it to Mania, which will get done. Um, so those are the title matches. I'm sure we'll see some 24-7 nonsense. Um, R-Truth will, will have it. He'll lose it. He'll win it. He'll lose it. He'll win it. Uh, and then it'll be up to like 108 or some asinine <laughs> number. Yeah, right. Um, for our not for our other matches, um, we I put Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair for a match. Um, don't think, don't know if it's actually going to happen at the Rumble. There might be too much going on. Um, but this is one where you have a match between the two, but they'll both make the Rumble, and then it'll just kind of continue yeah. over into yeah. the Rumble. Maybe a pre-show match or something. But um, I have Lacey winning this one too because we need to frustrate Charlotte even more. And then the match that we'll all be looking forward to is Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. And this is the one where they'll, you know, the bell will ring. We'll actually make it look like there's a match. They'll, then we'll get the lights going out. Everyone's going to think the Fiend is coming back. But instead, it'll be Alexa Bliss in her new costume, in her new mask and everything, outfit. And she'll be Sister Abigail. We'll have Alexa Bliss's alter ego be a Sister Abigail born from the ashes. Randy Orton will try all his moves, the DDT, the RKO, all the things. And Sister Abigail is just going to no-sell that. Every single one. Um, and this is where we'll see the return of The Fiend. And The Fiend will get the mandible claw on Randy Orton. The lights will go back out again. Alexa Bliss will come back out in her original, you know, she'll, re, you know, get her all the sister abigail stuff off come back as her and pin randy orton um this will take randy orton out of the royal rumble match this will extend the fiend randy orton feud this will finally get sister abigail as a real character because you can't talk about her for so long and have her burned and you can't have the fiend come back after being burned right and not yeah without sister abigail coming back from being burned and sister abigail doesn't come out of this feud she's never going to come out this is perfect and it has to i mean I mean, this is the first thing that that I think a lot of people, if you thought about it, since WrestleMania last year, when it was the Firefly Fun, Firefly Funhouse. No, I'm sorry, not WrestleMania. It's the one for SummerSlam or one of the interim ones where it was another like cinematic one with Braun Strowman where Alexa Bliss was making her. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one there, like that's where they started this whole thing with Alexa yeah. Bliss. Sorry, not WrestleMania. I, I had my things crossed up, but. Um, you know, from there, you're like, that has to be Sister Abigail. Finally, let's do it. Um, so hopefully that happens. I think that would make for a, a perfect story, and it extends the narrative to Randy Orton and The Fiend for them to finish up at WrestleMania. See, um, I, I like I like where you're going with that. I agree with everything. I just I think this would be a cinematic match as well, though. This one, Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss? Uh, I think, I think both, kind of like WrestleMania last year against John right. Cena, where they both came out through the ring, or Cena came out through the ring first. And then from there, it kind of like was like inside Cena's mind. It was a cinematic thing. Right, I think they'll right. do that where they both come down and then the lights go out Got and it. she does her thing. And it, But it's that from that point on, it's a cinematic match. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to save that Orton and Fiend cinematic for WrestleMania and kind of do that again. That's where I was That's where I was leading, but I don't know. We, it could be either or. So, um, But either way, I think it's going to be, it should be great. Yeah. Um, and then the only other two things on this card are the, the two Royal Rumble matches. Um, do you have any anything you want to share about the Royal Rumble? Because I'm, I'm being purposely tight-lipped about the Royal Rumble right now, just because 
just because um, I want I want to save it for the Royal Rumble preview show. So unless I you think, want me to, to say anything, but no, that's up to you. I'm I'm going to estimate right because I haven't read anything you read. This is just purely right. based on right. what I've been seeing. I think Keith Lee wins the Rumble. Keith Lee, what about the woman the women's Rumble? Right now, uh, I mean, easy guess is Charlotte. She wins everything. Right. Um, I'd have to say. I wouldn't mind seeing someone like Shanna Baszler win. Okay. Having like a Shanna Baszler versus um, a Baszler versus Asuka or Sasha Banks. Asuka, uh, Sasha Banks would be good. Banks okay. and I, I, I don't know. The problem is, is like there isn't. They're all going to kind of be. I don't mean this like negatively, but they're all kind of retread matches. They they don't have nearly as many women as they do men, right. so it's like it, it's kind of hard to tell how they're building it. But right. So. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay tight lipped on mine just because just for the fun because yep. Yep. just for fun. So uh, also started initial bookings for Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. Um, the only thing I put down were three chamber matches because usually typically they do two, but just like Hell in the Cell, they used to do two. Now they do three, so I think this year they're gonna expand to three Elimination Chamber matches. Um, and I know this is kind of where we differ because I know you had that women's. Um, you had the the Roman Reigns in the chamber match for the title. Um, I didn't go that route, but I have three. The first one I have is the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So that would imply that the Royal Rumble winner is facing the Raw Women's Champion. Okay. Um, so in this match, I will have Bailey, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Tamina, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. Um, and again... Bailey gets eliminated first. I think that's another huge thing that happens. Bailey's in the elimination chamber. I, I would even, honestly, I would even book it that she's the last person in, but no one's eliminated yet. She comes, she comes out of the pod and is automatically eliminated. And we just, we just further that. That's just me. I mean, I love Bailey as a character, but like, if we're gonna go this route, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um. So actually, no, I lied. I did, I did go sort of this route for the second chamber match. Oh, in this match, I have uh, Bianca Belair winning this match, the uh, the elimination chamber match. Okay. Um, the second one is the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Um, so this would be Drew McIntyre's championship. So no, I didn't go the universal one. I went WWE Championship, and this is where we need a challenger for Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, which again. As you said, the Royal Rumble winner facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So would that mean you would have Keith Lee and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? No, Lee and McIntyre. Oh, Lee and McIntyre, right, 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 right. So um, I, I would have it as the winner of the Rumble is facing Roman Reigns. Um, so in this Elimination Chamber match, we have Keith Lee, Sheamus, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley, and Andrade. Um, we, we're going to have an Andrade return at some point. And I think he's a good person to, to kind of be a sleeper. Um, Makes sense. But we'll have Seamus actually win this one. I have because um, we've seen we've seen. I don't think Keith Lee is ready for that that top spot at WrestleMania yet. I'd love to see him there, but I think they'll go. I think it would be Seamus for now, and then we would lead up to either Keith Lee afterwards because um, we got the taste of Keith Lee and McIntyre. I don't think they'll rehash it again at Mania. Um, 
so we'll see Sheamus and, and Drew McIntyre. Or they weasel away into a triple threat, which before Goldberg came out was actually my Royal Rumble prediction. Right. Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, and Sheamus. So maybe there's some way that we get a triple threat out of it. Um, I think the, I, I agree that Keith Lee is up there on top. He, he's going to be in that picture. Sheamus will be in that picture with Drew McIntyre. Like there'll be some sort of, whether it's a double hero turn by Lee and Sheamus, mm-hmm. um, could be anything. So, and then this is this third chamber match is where we're going to start resetting the tag team division. Um, this is one that's it's realistic but unlikely. So I would like to call this the mixed brand tag team match where whoever wins this gets to challenge for any tag title at WrestleMania. So we're going to take two tag teams from each show. So we're going to take, Oh, I didn't mess that up. Um, So we will take, Oh, okay. Well, I'll rewrite this because I, I had a brain fart and I had the Street Profits still on Raw when I wrote this down. They're oh, definitely yeah, on yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. So I messed this <laughs> yeah. up. But you know, we'll keep it either way. Maybe it'll be some sort of plan matches or something, whatever. So um, the 16s will have the Street Profits, with Miz and Morrison, the Mysterios, Cutler and Blake. And then from NXT, let's have the Undisputed Era. So Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. And then The Way, which is Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano or the Grizzled Young Veterans, which is Drake and Gibson. I, I'm going to put in the way for now with Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have them in a, a um, Elimination Chamber match, tag team one. And then, like I said, they whoever wins gets the challenge for any tag title they want. And this one, I have Cole and Strong coming out on top, and they're going to challenge for uh, Rude and Ziggler. Okay. So this will segue into WrestleMania. And this one just has the uh, the matches for now. And I know you may. So do you want to add anything about a limit? I know you talked a little bit about it, but do you want to add anything else? No, I, I had my, 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 uh, my, my chamber guess, prediction, chamber, chamber prediction earlier. Okay, yeah. um, don't need to rehash that, but right. yeah, I really, I really think that's what they're building to on, on, on SmackDown. So, nice. um, so let's get into this early, early WrestleMania 37. So, um, I have Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, um, but Chris, you'll have Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee. I think we, either way, we're, we're pretty much on the money for that one. Um, the WWE title will have Roman Reigns versus the Men's Royal Rumble winner. Um, and I want to keep that one closed-lipped right now. I still think Reigns wins, um, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. This next one I'm proposing is going to be an- another one of those, like the uh, the mixed tag elimination chamber i think this would be a really unique match to have um i'm going to have a combined intercontinental and u.s title match all right so both of them it's a ladder match all right they're both the titles up there separated all right and we're going to put in Big E, Sami Zayn, baron corbin kevin owens bobby lashley kofi kingston elias and riddle so we have four from each brand and whoever gets whoever gets up to that ladder first chooses their title and then they're done. So, um, you know, let's say Kevin Owens gets up there first. Well, it'll most likely in this case, actually I would book a heel. Um, so let's have, you know, Elias or Corbin, let's say they go up and they, and they snatch the U S title. So then we also have a brand switch too. You know what I mean? Um, we can kind of do two birds with one stone. Right. And then this, and then the other seven are still going and they're going to fight it out for the other title. So I think it might, it's, a, it's a unique way to kind of get more people on. It'll be a high spot match, two titles, which is just 
you know, it's something you don't see, but it's also, it's just, it's another, uh, it's a fun, it's a fun little match. I think. I think that's, that's unique. I didn't, I, I actually like that. I kind of hope that happens. I probably won't, unfortunately, but I, I, I hope right. it does. That'd be cool. It's a good idea. Bruce Pritchard, listen to this, please. Um, please, Bruce. That's going to be the other, that's the third one that we're going to do is please, Bruce. They got that, um, they got that man working 28 hours a day. You know way he's listening. Yeah. Well, he has people. Um, <laughs> yeah. The SmackDown tag titles, we're going to have Rude and Ziggler who are going to ride the, the, the SmackDown tag titles to, uh, to Mania to go against the Undisputed Era. Again, Cole and Roderick Strong. I like that. I think that's actually very possible. That'd be a great, great, great uh, coming out party for the Undisputed Era. And I think, and I, they would win it. I think they would, they would win it. They'd have that moment, and then we have the whole Undisputed Era on the main roster. That'd be great. Um, the Raw Tag Titles. We're going. It's obviously right now the champs are the Hurt Business, but let's have the Miz and Morrison take on AJ Styles and Omos for the Raw Tag Titles. Um, Miz and Morrison would be coming in as the tag champs, and. Do I want to, how they get them? I, I have it down. Do you want me to say it now or do you want me sure. to wait? What do you think? Sure. All right. So the Miz has the money in the bank contract. I think that he's like, you know what? I'm not going to go up against Oldberg if he's, if he's the champ. I'm not going to go against McIntyre. You know what, Mitt? You know what, Morrison? I'm going to cash this in against the Hurt Business. And he's going to find a way to cash that in for a title other than the world title and then beat the Hurt Business to win the tag titles. So he's going to use the Money in the Bank contract a different way because he either needs to lose it or use it in a different way. He's not going to be the head, the top guy anytime soon right now. So That's kind of what I was thinking too. What are they going to do with him? That makes sense. Yeah. So, so, let, so let's have yeah. him cash it in for the tag titles instead of um, the world title. And then we'll set up. We need we need a feud. AJ and almost really have nothing going on. Um, AJ will be in that elimination chamber match, but he won't make it through. So let's have AJ and almost take on Miz and Morrison. Um, on when I was originally writing this out, I actually had Miz versus Morrison as a match, but I don't think it's time yet. No, I think no. I think it's going to happen. Maybe Survivor Series, SummerSlam type. After they after the the money in the bank briefcase is gone, after they drop the tag titles, it'll happen, um, but not yet. Uh, Raw women's title we have Oscar versus the women's Royal Rumble winner, which we'll get to in a couple weeks. Um, as we talked before, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, which will be the match of the night, um, and Bianca Belair will. will She'll take it. I, I honestly think mm-hmm. no matter what, Bianca Belair leaves WrestleMania as a champ. Um, she will. I don't. Th- I mean, I can't say she has to. Um, Sasha Banks does deserve a WrestleMania moment because she's kind of been on the short side a lot. Um, but I think Bianca Belair, if we're going to build her for the future, yeah, it's a thousand she, time. She takes it, and then we we shift Sasha over to Raw. Do some, you know, I don't. I think the switch up isn't for a little bit after Mania, but I think Sasha Banks. She drops the title. She goes to Raw. Let let's let's have her interact over there. Um, the women's tag titles again. We said this before about Oscar and Flair. They're going to be at odds with each other. Oscar um, will pull double duty on this night, um, and I still want them. And I know this isn't going to happen, but I want them to lose to Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. 
and I want those and I want those women's tag titles in NXT for a while, and I want them to actually be defended. And I want be a them, lot more fun down there. Oh, it would be it would be great, and I think those two would be the ones to really bring it in. Ember Moon deserves the shot, a shot, no pun intended. Um, Shotzi's awesome, so I think I think that's that's great. Um, and then other matches that aren't title matches with Randy Orton and the Fiend could be cinematic, could be straight up it could be another gimmick match who knows where they're gonna they're gonna end up by that point um i'd also have even and this is probably a good pre-match show uh the hurt business versus retribution and elimination mm-hmm. tag match so that's where we have the new retribution with uh cedric alexander and the new hurt business with with ricochet um and then we also have always those two battle royals um put cesaro down for the andre the giant battle royal he's won it once but it's time for someone to win it a second time we need to do something with him he needs to and i'd love to see stakes like if you win the battle royal then blank yeah Um, something that would mean something besides getting that weird statue yeah no one cares about that statue so and then the women's battle royal i put in rhea ripley um the most underused woman on the roster right so she she had a rocket I mean, she had a rocket to her back for about a oh up till WrestleMania last year, um, and then when Charlotte beat her for the NXT Championship at WrestleMania, we haven't seen very much of her when we saw the War Games. But I think she's in the Rumble though. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, I don't think she wins it, but I think she's in it. No, but I think she'll win this Battle Royal. Yeah. Um, so there's there's some future bookings. Again, these may change weekly. These may be rehashed over the next few weeks, but. Um, you know, with with how things actually pan out, we'll inevitably change these. So we urge you to listen each week. And you know, if you're listening each week, we're not going to sit there and, and redo every single thing each week, right? We'll no, highlight yeah. the stuff we've done, but then anything that changes, that's what the, we'll really highlight those changes um, from there. So that's that's like what I was going to say. Yeah, no, have no fear. We're not going to have the same last 45 minutes every show. It'll just be, no. you know, we're gonna if. Jason still feels it's Roman against the men's Royal Rumble winner. There's no need for us to go back and do it. You can just come back and listen to this episode. But right. if he feels it changes when he does reveal his winner, then uh, then of course he's going to, well, this is why. That's why you listen. Um, so that won't be next week. That episode would end up dropping on the 29th. So two weeks from, from when this one comes out. So that would be episode three of the Rumble. So that one, because it'll be a go-home edition. That'll be an interesting episode because we're going to have the go-home mission edition of SmackDown, which will likely be, you know, light to book because we're not going to do some, anything really crazy before the Royal Rumble, right. before a big four pay-per-view. Um, we'll have a lot to say about the Rumble. And then the interesting, also the, an interesting piece will be booking the Raw after the Rumble because uh, we always talk about the Raw after Mania, but these big shows... We need to we need to set up, especially if we're building toward WrestleMania. And sure. If there's anything yep. new we need to do, like we start that Monday. So, um, so there we go. There, there's your bookings. Uh, so let's go. We we're gonna start doing some weekly top fives. Um, sometimes it'll be one. Sometimes we'll do them together. Um, this week is uh, the top five that I have of the most impactful Royal Rumble entrance. And this isn't necessarily like winners of the rumble, um, but like how their entry reshaped the business in some, in some way. Um, and I try, you know, 
if you go onto the onto the internets and you know there's YouTubes and top five lists, top ten lists, top thirty lists all over the place. Like best surprise entrants, best winners, best number ones, best number thirties, whatever. I was trying to do something a little different. Um, so some of these might be you might get right away, Chris. And yep. and for people listening, Chris hasn't seen any of these. He doesn't know um, on this outline. I have actually had it blacked out, so we yeah, can't, I can't see, see it. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's get right into it. So my number five most impactful is Diesel from '94. This kind of helped made me look watch '94 last night in preparation for this. Um, we before this we saw diesel standing behind Shawn michaels pounding his fist yep and now diesel comes out he came out at around five six or seven early and he eliminated like seven or eight dudes right in a row he cleared the ring remember like both steiners were in there fought um not fought two the other um his tag team partner there samu samu thank you samu yeah um and and someone like he was just wasting people until Randy Savage came out at like twelve or thirteen. So uh, sorry. So that right there, like Diesel was this Uber heel, right? Yeah. Um, but he was getting ch- like they were chanting Diesel, Diesel after he got eliminated. Uh, and we know what happened after that. So that was January, and he kept building with Shawn Michaels. We had Diesel got an Intercontinental Title run when. Um, after Razor beat Sean for the Intercontinental title at that ladder match at WrestleMania 10, um, Diesel took it from Razor afterwards and then I think ended up dropping it back to him. But then we ended up seeing finally the face turn that night at Survivor Series where you had uh, Razor Ramon's team versus Shawn Michaels' team and Razor, all of Razor's team got eliminated except for him. All of Sean's team is left. And Shawn Michaels is trying to super kick D, uh, Razor Ramon. Yep. Razor ducks, hits Diesel, chases Shawn Michaels out. And then you have Jeff Jarrett, um, maybe Jim Neidhart. And there was one, I think maybe it was just four on four, but they all got counted out and Razor won. And then, as we mentioned before, the next night, that was the night, also the night that Bret Hart lost the title to Backlund in one of the best stories ever, I think. <laughs> Diesel, Diesel was so impactful in the 94 Rumble that now whenever somebody comes in and they eliminate several people, they call that the Diesel spot. Exactly. So, so it got its own name, Ezra, yeah. that performance, yeah. So so that really did, that did a lot for not only the Rumble, but just where the business was headed afterwards. And it was, it was some good storytelling, so I like that one a lot. Number four, uh, I have Shawn Michaels from the year after, 95. This was where he came in one and one. Um, this kind of changed the narrative. This also showed because Shawn Michaels was working heavy heel, and that means he was able that set up him versus Diesel at yep. WrestleMania 11. Um, and shortly thereafter, actually, I think the night after that Shawn Michaels lost, um, he had a face turn the night after WrestleMania. Yeah, Sid where, beat the crap out of him. Sid, yeah, Sid destroyed yep. him. So that kind of set Shawn Michaels into that character, that over the top character that night right there. Um, you know, there is a narrative on Shawn Michaels from that era that's that's if you listen to other podcasts, you you've heard the stories, you know you know the, the Shawn Michaels narrative from, from that time frame, but he really set the trend starting that night. Um and moving forward and get the two dudes with attitude and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um which was which was cool. 
And if you want to add anything in here, I mean, throw in whatever you want if you feel like it. So. All I'll just say is anybody can have their narrative on Sean they want, but they can't deny how good he was in the ring. Right. So. <laughs> uh, number three, and I had to put it, it's Sasha Banks, 2018. Um, and I did that because that she was the first woman, first first entrant. In, oh, and the first and, woman in a woman's Royal Rumble. Okay, yeah. That's, so that's impactful. She yeah. was the first one. It was, and it, I mean, it just set the tone. And totally. she almost. I mean, I didn't think they were gonna go wire to wire with her, but when I was just I was, was looking up her results, I mean, she was in the final four. Yeah, she was final four. She got eliminated twenty seven. So she was started first, and she was the Iron Woman that night. Um, and that was a that was such a fun match. You saw so many people return. That was the one where Vicky Guerrero came out, and yep. you saw like yeah, that was great. Michelle McCool and all them. Like that was that was great. Um, and that was when you know we had both Bella sisters come out, mm-hmm. and Oscar ended up winning it. So you had your final four of the Bella sisters, Oscar and Sasha Banks. Um, but that just evolved women's wrestling which is yes. something that was really really <laughs> done well a couple of years ago now we're sliding but we need to really get back on yes for sure sasha will also be one to lead us in that direction as well so so this one i think is going to be a bit obscure and i want to see if you can figure out why okay right? my number two is kofi kingston in 2014 is that the first year he did his crazy kofi spot in this rumble kofi kingston delivered a hellacious clothesline to CM Punk and ended up concussing him in the middle of the Royal Rumble. Oh. And CM Punk went out to the outside and he tried to get some help and he wouldn't do it. And this was actually the hit that ended CM Punk's WWE run. Um, and I didn't know it was actually Kofi Kingston because I'm like, what was, you know, when I was trying to think of like impactful things that happened in, in WWE, like, I always kind of go back to CM Punk because everyone wants to see him back, right? Like that's most people do that is. Um, and Kofi's, I guess Kofi's clothesline concussed him and he was trying to get treatment and no one, you know, no one helped him out and he ended up no showing, getting fired. Um, so that, that entrant and that hit that he, that Kofi delivered really had an unintentional, um, you know, spiral. Yeah, for sure. One, just one of the the best performers out there. So it's a shame uh, too, because I mean they're they're good friends in real life. From what I from what I yeah, know, yeah, and I'm right, sure so. I'm sure Punk holds no ill will. I think he was unhappy already, but this was just it. So curious. Any guesses on number one? Number one. Number one. Number give it a year if you want. If you want to think about it. All right. Yeah. Give me the year. The year was 2016. 2016. And the 2016 Rumble was also. You want to know what Rumble that was, or do you remember? Sure, yeah, yeah. That's the Rumble that Roman Reigns defended his title at number one. Ah, that's the year uh, AJ Styles debuted. There it is. Yeah, yeah. My number one most impactful is AJ Styles because, well, first, on a negative note, they botched that entrance. If you oh, watched it live, I watched it the other day. Hear the music, yeah. and it's just like you see Roman Reigns' confused face. You hear the crowd pop, but it's just like, what happened? Who is it? And then you hear Michael Cole. Is it? Could it be? But like, who the hell is it? Show us a Titantron. Show us who's coming out. And then finally, you can see it was AJ Styles. And then he got into the stuff. You know, he came in as the face. You know, I think he had the Y two AJ 
tag team with Chris Jericho, yeah. then turned on Cena, then beat up John Cena, him with the Good that Brothers. Good stuff. Um, that was great. And so I think that one had, I mean, and we still see the impact of, of that, of that entrant, of that uh, entrant today, because he's still a top guy. He's still around. Oh yeah. Around a lot. Um, you know, he's, he's held them. I don't know if he's held all the titles. I don't think he's won the IC. He's won a U.S. title. Um, he's won a world title. I don't think he's won a tag title either, has he? Uh, this is actually no, you know what? I don't think so. I don't think he has. I don't think so either. So um, we know the U.S. We know the world title, of course. I think he had a shot at the IC title. I I think it's probably had chances over the years. Yeah, um, especially with Ziggler. I feel like him and Ziggler kind of went back and forth with it, but I, I can't. I can't remember. Um, either way, like AJ Styles is still a top guy. It's been five years now, um, and he's been he's been one of the steadiest yep. performers. And he hasn't, you know, when you look at that whole, you know, the Bullet Club and all that stuff, um, he's he's stayed in WWE. When you have Gallows and Anderson who were released, we've never seen, you know, well, we had Finn Balor, but we've had very very few interactions between the two. Um, you know, haven't seen much with Marty Scurll or. Um, uh the AEW tag champs whose names I know and I'm oh, blanking on them Bucks. right now. The Young Bucks. I'm yeah. sitting there, I'm like, it's the brothers, like the like yes, the Young Bucks. And I knew that and I just had a <laughs> serious blank. brain fart. I'm yep. like, oh my goodness. But like Styles has been there, he's still, you know, he's the face that runs the place, you know. So um So yeah, there that's top five. Next week for top five is gonna be one of our combined ones where we're gonna do our top five live moments that we've seen. Um, so when we were talking, kind of preparing for this podcast, we were probably just talking about different shows we've been to. So we thought it'd be fun just to to share our, our the moments that we've seen. And mm-hmm. we're interested, actually, to see if we've actually been to the same show and not known it. So we're not sharing these top fives with each other beforehand. I think it's, it's more fun just to kind of get that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, so next week, we'll have a, a double top five. Um, I have six, to be honest, because I had an honorable mention that I had to put in there because it was like a rare white out that I saw. I, I may, um, I may end up with six or so too. Yeah, but we'll just, see. I, I, I had to put the. I, I, and once you hear it, you'll be like, yeah, that that pretty much never happens. So, um, I'll tell you this: it was at a live event. It wasn't at a. It wasn't at a, a tape show. Right, right. Um, but there was a, a live event happening where it's just like that never happens. So. Um, and then to wrap up for this week, uh, a trivia question. And this one, and again, this is something that's blacked out. Chris doesn't know, um, but I want you to think about it and not say it. So if our listeners want to to chime in and take a guess, um, we'll share our Twitter handle. Um, we're going to have the website up and running shortly. So if you want to comment and, and come up with your answer to this trivia question, please do so. Um, but the trivia question this week, is in what capacity did Braun Strowman make his first televised appearance in WWE program? <laughs> I know this. You know this? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of a good one, um, but this one was it's just it's so, if you don't know it, you won't believe it until you look it up. So, And then you, you will not you know, be able to unsee it once you see it. Exactly. Um, so if you think you know, head over to our Twitter. It's AVG Fan Wrestle. Um, and the website is averagefanofwrestling.com. Uh, as we wrap up this first episode, we're, I mean, this is, again, we're just two wrestling fans. We're having some fun. 
doing some booking predictions and just, you know, it's, it's a different take from the typical uh, wrestling podcasts that have been out there. Cause you, a lot of the wrestling podcasts out there is like, well, we're going to talk about what happened and this is why it happened. And here's the backstage stuff that led up to it. Don't really care about that. We just want to have some fun. Yeah. You know, we, we do dump on a little bit when we don't like something, but we dump on actual what's, what's, we're not trying to worry about backstage rumors and stuff like that. Like Jason said, we want to give you the real tangible stuff that's actually on the screen and what we think they did right and wrong. And, you know, sometimes it comes across as being critical, but that is what, you know, you're going to do as somebody who's analyzing it. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if, if you did, Leave us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate that. Let us know what you did or didn't like about it on Twitter or the website. That'd be great. We'd really appreciate that too. We definitely plan on listening to feedback and being interactive with you guys. So, uh, And if you have trivia questions for us, please throw them to us because you know, we, we love them. So the Twitter handle is ad, ad, yeah, sorry. I can't even pronounce it because it doesn't. So it's AVG Fan Wrestling um, at AVG Fan Wrestling. And the website is averagefanofwrestling.com please check out the content. The website will be up, um, should be up by the time that this, that this releases. And again, this is all a work in progress. We're going to have some fun. We're going to give you some new content each week and, you know, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot guys.